This is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun, and we might actually learn something along the way. I'm Dave. And I'm Ian. And this is our show. Hello, Dave. Hello, Ian. It has been a day. It has been a week. Yeah, you've had you've had some stuff going on. It's Tuesday, Lemon. <laughs> um, welcome, everyone, to Team Clear Coat. Uh, the ostensible car show. Uh, that's Dave. Hi, I'm Ian. That's and Ian. we did a thing. We did a thing. We did a thing. Oh. Let's tell them about the thing. Okay. Get the thing on the thing. Okay. All right, Ian. Yes. You know what we did? We well, a thing. We well, already, said already said that. Subaru gave us a BRZ TS for yeah. a while. Foolishly, they lent yeah. us a car. Yeah. And we made a video about it. We did. We did. So, uh, this is podcasting about videoing right but we're we today we launched the first in our video series uh-huh that we are going to make right <laughs> this is going to be more successful than the team clear coat book club <laughs> <laughs> or any other number of things which only had one installment exactly but the, uh we're doing a video series <laughs> called just one thing and yes. so yes so the brz ts specifically the ts is the first installment of our Just One Thing video series. Right. Yeah, so the idea with this is that, um, you know, kind of reviewing cars online especially is, uh, it's a very crowded... Crowded? Crowded. Fraught. And time-consuming... Yes, yeah. Uh, ...space, and so it's hard to find your, your your place in it and whatever. And so we found ourselves, like, when, when we have an argument about cars, we would... The counter argument, because the way it goes is usually we're, we're having a dialogue, right? Right. Uh-huh. And then one of us will be like, yeah, but that, there's that one thing. And then the other person's like, oh, yeah, that one thing. Right. Right. Or like I how- I also enjoy the thing. Or like my weird thing about how like shitty wiper blades will ruin a whole car for me. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, or it could be one thing that you're like, oh, man, that's that that's it. That makes it. Right. Um, so that that's the idea behind the series. And we definitely, I think- this was a good first one. Yes, I think this was a good opening salvo. Yeah, we've got a couple others. Thing. We've got a couple others we're working on. Yep. Um, and hopefully they won't take as long as this one. <laughs> no, I have my editing chops down. Yeah, you 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 knocked it out of the park with this. One. I I cut my teeth on our best of shows. I taught myself Adobe Premiere. Yes. And, uh, you know, I tricked Adobe into thinking I'm a student. And so now I have. Well, don't say that out loud. <laughs> I am a student. <laughs> of of life. what of life okay <laughs> I think that counts yeah I exactly should, it should count yeah uh hey anyway the, so that is on our uh on the you the the tubes of you yep absolutely uh, at, at this moment so go check that out um and uh, we've also put it everywhere else that we have a thing if you're watching this right now you've probably already seen us yell about it probably yeah yeah so go watch it yeah just do, yeah please just, just do the thing please. Um, all right, so there's that out of the way. <laughs> I like how we don't even like plugging our own stuff. Ian, yes. I, I thoroughly enjoyed making this video with you. I also had a lot of fun. This was fun. I, I'm looking forward to us growing the series. Yes. I think you and I, our energy is heading in, in the right direction in this. And uh, I agree. I think it plays to our talents. Yeah, um, such as they are. Such as they are. And, uh, and there we go. Yeah. So um I will say I, I do want to say one other thing. Yeah. I'm very glad that you and I think I've said this to you before. 
I'm very glad that you are the one doing the editing uh-huh. because even like watching the cuts that you bring me uh, that you you know you send to me to like uh-huh. and I do you know give you feedback or whatever. Right, right. My I rough cuts. hate watching myself. You do. It's terrible. I don't know how you do it. I it, a switch has been flipped inside of me that uh-huh. it, I don't even seem like myself on camera or audio anymore. Oh, okay. It, it comes from you know doing the pro- post production on the podcast. Right. My voice no longer bothers me. Oh wow! I've I've heard it enough that it's just another voice, like everyone else's voice. Weird, you know. Like I mean, it, that's the jarring thing is that like, you know, when you finally hear your voice played back to you, it sounds so different. Yeah, right. I've heard it enough that it's not different anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't listen to this show, so it still bothers me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it should. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, what? Um, and also, um, you know, I've just I have accepted who I am physically, so I don't mind mind seeing myself on camera. Mm. Yeah. So what is that like? <laughs> well, I mean, I have a very crooked nose. I'm I'm all crazy ginger, and uh, I love it. So love who you are. Okay. Embrace it. And it's going to be okay, Ian. I'm taking notes. Hold on. <laughs> Love who you are. Interesting. It's it's either it's either accept yourself or just be super effing narcissistic and be like, well, yeah, look at me. Yeah. Like all the shots like cut over to me. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like the uh, that like uh, what's that called when they put a movie on TV and have to adjust the aspect ratio? Yeah, just, they pan and zoom. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah like uh, there's just really bad lighting on your side of the car. I just forget to turn the dome. Light on, on your side. <laughs> this looks much better. <laughs> no, Ian, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, yeah. so there's the thing that we did on yeah. the thing, and uh, you should go check it out. You absolutely should. Um, obviously, something about this car uh, that you and I latched onto is uh, it, it being the Subaru BRZTS, the wing is different than stock, right? Um, right. So this takes me to. And FMK cars. Oh, oh! It even says Dave FMK cars right, th- <laughs> right there in front of me, and I was like, I was still surprised by the FMK cars. Wow! FMK cars is a game. Video. Oh, I'll do it. I'm sorry. Oh God. You've that's had, our thing. That's okay. You're ramping up on caffeine. I'm doing. I'll do it. I, 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 I'm, ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. We'll do it live. You go back to cut it. Cut this. We'll cut this part out later of our live broadcast. Exactly. FMK Cars is a game that Dave and I play on the show. <laughs> it's based on the classic game of Fuck, Mary Kill. But instead of people, we play it with cars because we're nice. Uh, F means you drive it for a day. M means uh, it's your new daily driver. You're marrying it. Uh, K means you kill it. It's going to the crusher. Exactly. Proceed from this flawless intro. You're, how could I not? Ian? I mean, oh, it was beautiful. Okay, Ian. Yes. Here's the title of this uh, FMK Cars. Okay. Big Wing. The catch is that you live in present day, but you have to maintain this car with only the resources that were available to you during that era. For example, the first car, a 1970 Plymouth Superbird, you can only use 1970s resources to repair the car. If you want to get get to a swap meet to find parts to fix your Superbird, you can't look up the swap meet on, at date and location online. You have to talk to a guy. You get it. You're smart and you're pretty. <laughs> that was That was one car. That was the title. Oh, that's the title. <laughs> so is the Superbird in this? Yes, it oh, absolutely okay. is. All yes. right. Yeah, so, okay. So that's the first one? Yes, yeah, so a 1970 Plymouth yeah. Superbird. I think I might know the theme of these. Yeah. I think I might just have you, a, a- You might have an inkling? Yeah. Okay, all right. So you can only <clears throat> fix it with okay. 1970s resources. 
Okay. So you live in present day. Right. All right. But when it comes to fixing your car, that that's the only thing. And that also would include like even just little things like I can't have like an LED light. I've no. got to have like a big, you know, like Edison bulb, 40 amp uh-huh. light bulb. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You have to murder a dinosaur, <laughs> smelt it down into right. a light bulb. Okay. Okay. All right. Interesting. That's an interesting catch. All okay. Right. I like that. All right. Because that's All a right. super cool car. Yeah. It's an amazing car. Okay. Yeah. My dad had a 68 Roadrunner. Really? Uh, yeah. That was like, yeah, that was his car. And obviously he didn't keep it because you're not retired. Yeah, ex- exactly. Right? Yeah. No, it, it was great. It had the six pack. It was a really cool. Uh, when uh, we did the tribute to my dad, that was the uh, picture that we used. Like him. Oh, sitting, right, yeah, right. Yeah. That was the Roadrunner. Yeah. Okay. So second car, Toyota Supra. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the Mark IV that okay. like ended in 2002. Yeah. All right. So I'm going <clears> to <throat> give you a, like in in stock form. Yeah. All right. So you have 2002 era technology to fix this car. So you have AOL, but you don't have Wi-Fi. Yeah. So no no Wi-Fi. Right. But like nascent forums. And, yeah. And that sort of stuff. Right. Like some dude's GeoCity page that probably has his anime library on it. Yeah. And his adventures with his Supra. Yeah. There was already forums by that point, right? Yeah, yeah. There were definitely forums in Like forums as we know them today. Like something awful was definitely around. Right, yeah. okay. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Interesting. And then lastly, I'm going to give you uh, the Subaru BRZ uh-huh. TS. Okay. Yeah. So modern... What, why am I? Why am I looking for a picture? I have I a beautiful picture right <laughs> that there that we actually own. That we own, yeah, yeah, one of ours. Yeah. Who would have? Yeah. So, so what do you think you do? <clears throat> would you Would you want to talk to a guy? You'd have to find some, you know, some guy, some some lady, to talk to about how to fix your Plymouth. Right. Right. I mean, imagine trying to perform that task. 20 years from now, right? It's already hard enough. All right. Right? Yeah. I think the answer here is a foolish one, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to crush the BRZ. Really? Yes. Okay. All right. Practicality, you know, is not my strong suit. It is not. So true to form, I'm staying on brand. I want you to remember that you said that sentence. I, oh, yeah. That's a, that definitely is going to come back to bite me this episode, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Practicality um, is not my strong suit. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I th- this is not news to anyone who's <laughs> ever heard this show right. or met me right. or walked past my house and noticed the large puddle of oil in the driveway. And, um, and street. <laughs> um. Well, how do you think they found my house? True, true. Just followed the trail. Yeah. Um, I am going to marry the Supra. Okay. All right. Because I feel like, I mean, honestly, a lot of that information sharing hasn't really progressed much past the forum format. Right. Um, You know, I think there would be a lot of years of that I would be missing out on. Right. Of people keeping these cars going. Yeah. Obviously, but but that's I think I'm okay with that. Okay. I I, I think mm. my the forums that I have to visit for M forty five repair uh-huh. are still from two thousand two. Like they're right. they're so kludgy and yeah. so poorly maintained and there's Yeah, well just... I mean the sob forums are the same way. 
They're all they're all kind of the same way. I guess the soft forms are all pretty pretty good yeah. as far as being maintained. Yeah, and and the quantity of people seeking out that information. Not so many people are looking up the M forty five stuff. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyway, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then for a day, I will deal with the Plymouth Superbird. Okay, and and having to to like to figure out a carburetor at this altitude. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because I mean, that would be the crux, right? Yeah. Well, and everything else that would eventually break on that car. <laughs> true, true. But there's eno- I think there's enough like old school Hemi people around. Right, right. Like you're not going to be right. stranded. And also they're not that complicated. Right, exactly. I think that the tribal knowledge quantity versus uh, quantity of moving parts, Right. that like the, like the quantity, all of those stats are working in your favor. I think the, the most difficult combination would be something from like- the early to mid nineties. Absolutely. Where like, yeah, the internet hasn't quite booted up. Right. But right. the complexity You're still on prodigy or something. Well, and the and the complexity of the cars has really yeah. been a sea change since right. even in that like yeah. ten year period. Yeah. Uh OBD one era cars. Right. Yeah, yeah. That would be the most difficult. I, I think, think you're I think you're right. Right? Yeah. So you gotta find an OBD one reader. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one though. What, so what would you do? I think I would probably marry the Supra as well and uh-huh. and F the Plymouth uh yeah. That would be the that would be the driving that for a day. Yeah. Yeah. I I love the Supra. I've never driven one. This is a JDM one. Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah. Yeah, I've never driven a Supra. I've driven the generation before this and I really liked it. Oh, you have? Yeah. I've yeah. never driven a Supra at all. Oh Never really? Any super? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I always loved them though. I had a couple friends uh, just out of high school that kept trying to one up each other. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, with cars, and one of them uh, was a rotary guy. The other one just bought anything. Um, and so, like, uh, a buddy of mine had a 10th anniversary RX-7, the 1988 or seven, mm-hmm. but yeah, the turboed rotary, um, gener- second generation. Uh, and then, so then. Uh, the other guy bought uh, this Generation Super before this, and it wasn't as fast as the RX-7, so he went and got an FD RX-7 <laughs> to, like, one-up the 10th anniversary. And That's yeah, crazy. So, anyway, yeah, crazy. Crazy. I like that one, though. That was good. Thanks, man. I like that catch. Thanks, man. That was fun. Yeah. Um, okay, and that's it. I don't think we have <laughs> anything else on the talkabouts list of interest really really ian yeah i don't think there was anything else nothing else for us to talk about nothing that you like hounded me to talk about well now i'm nervous about it (laughs) now i've been stewing about it for a week or whatever yeah i figured like having to having to have you wait for me to talk about your turbo x would kill you yes so i'll i'll introduce this so then you can just jump right in so uh before christmas uh when I had to fly to Michigan for reasons, I'm yeah. sure. Um, uh, Mr. Dave, as he is known yeah. in our household, was very nice and agreed to drive us to the airport. And the way we figured out that it would be the easiest to do that was for um, him to drive us, uh, drive us all in uh, the family car. In yes, the, in the Turbo X. You're, you're correct because. My my old man sedan, my M forty five, like me, also rejects the notion of children. <laughs> Go it's on. It's very true. I once tried to put a car seat in the back of uh, Dave's Infinity and nearly broke uh, myself and everything else. Yeah, 
because uh, it was very difficult. I'm just looking for uh, some Instagrams of the Turbo X. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. showing the people. Yeah. Too. Yep. I think there's one on my Instagram. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, I, he has not told me. He, he just keeps telling me cryptically, oh, we're going to talk about this car. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. Well, as soon as... And for anyone who doesn't know, it's a 2008 Saab Turbo X Sport Combi, which is Swedish for wagon. Yes. As soon as I picked you up, you, like, as as soon as we got in the car, after we, like, grabbed all the stuff from the uh, baggage claim and all of that stuff, you instantly asked, so what'd you think? Right. Yeah. What'd you think? Like, you... When you picked me up from the airport, yeah. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. On the way home, yeah. Yeah, you wanted to know instantly. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. now the longer that I've gone without you telling me, the more the less I want to know. <laughs> right, right. Because I feel like the news is bad the longer we go. Okay. All right. And so now I'm now I just want to put it off. Because <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do with bad news, right? Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, so we'll show some car and driver images because I can't seem to find yours on our Instagram. But yeah, that's not yeah. Uh, that's not dirt from a a, <laughs> a Rogers driving. No, that's that's actually that... uh, some fluid catching on fire <laughs> in real time. That's an oil pan seal that's gone. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's talk about your Turbo Axian. Okay. Okay. So, um, all right. So. Hang on. I have a specific page in my OneNote document for this. It's called Turbo X Thoughts X. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. First off, okay, Mm -hmm. I think everyone, well, a a lot of people will agree that that is a good-looking car. Yes. It is a straight-up, stone-cold stunner of a car, right? Yeah. You've got, like, the badass taillights from a CTSV wagon. You've got like the modern front end on on a Saab, which has grown on me quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a good looking car. Yeah. From about a hundred feet away. Well, uh, is that mine or all of them? Well, all of them now. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're talking present day, Ian. Well, mine is probably one of the like most lackadaisically maintained ones no it's not around <laughs> no it's not ian who gets a fo- who gets an email every time a sob hits craigslist yeah that's true i've seen a lot of turbo x's ian i've yeah. seen i've seen them all right so okay so i'll i'll give you that you know like you prioritize maintenance for, as far as like keeping it running versus replacing a fallen grill emblem yes right yes okay yes so it's a good looking car Mm-hmm. You you cannot deny that. Yeah. But obviously, as you get closer to it, the issues start to increase, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The visible issues. I feel like that, that that movement actually peaks with driving the car. That I liked it least when I drove it. Right. Yeah, it goes back to that whole, like, the idea of it versus the reality of it absolutely because i even find myself after driving it Uh uh-huh and i'm like on edge like checking extra gauges that i have going through the the bluetooth uh yeah uh obd thing yeah yeah and everything else uh and then i get out of the car and i think man i love that car right but then when i'm in it i'm like this fucking car right no you're exactly right you're exactly right um so uh, it's the exact opposite of my Volkswagen, because my in my yes, head, I'll sit, yes. I'll be sitting there thinking like, man, I should, 
it's really time yes. for me to like graduate to a faster car or right i i i think i'm done with this right and then i get and then in you it. drive it you hear the exhaust mm-hmm. yeah i can't yeah. stay mad at you right right exactly it hits you with those basset hound eyes and yeah. you're like whoa okay it's okay that you peed on the rug exactly right yeah um okay so uh, uh we haven't talked about it on the show but Al- alanis king with jalopnik wrote mm-hmm. a fascinating article about going to a race in china oh yeah right I, yeah i read that bonkers article i read it as well mm-hmm. right holy mm-hmm. crap go read that article yes okay uh yeah alanis king race in china she got invited to do a race in china and then it got weird yeah like it got dangerous and weird so but in her article she talked about a concept uh an attitude in chinese culture called uh uh Chabaduo? Uh-huh. All right. Uh, it's basically described as cutting corners or getting something only 70% done instead of 100. Or as we'd say in America, this is to qu- this is quoting Alan- uh, Alanis, good enough for government wor- work. It stems from a part of the DIY ethos predominant among people who until fairly recently often didn't have that much to work with. Right. Okay. So it's more about appearance than dotting the I's and crossing the T's. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like the Turbo X is a solid example of that. Yes. Right. Absolutely. I, I feel like you cannot see that attitude and not think about the Turbo X. Yeah. Right. So I'm, there's, there's things like, you know, the squeaks in the interior. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it, it is it is well laid out, right? Mm-hmm. But the interior squeaky, the suspension is crashy. It's too firm, right? Um, you know, there's a there's more wind noise than you would think there would be. Yeah, y- you know, some stuff like that. And I I think that that's the missing thirty percent of the car, right? Yeah, right. Um, that said, like if I had to pick one thing about the car, mm-hmm. right? Besides, uh, well, it. I think that there are a couple things to pick from that car, but one thing that I do like about that car is the V6 and turbo. Yes, the engine is fantastic. The engine and turbo combo is fantastic, even despite the the automatic transmission. Right, so the, horrendous. It is horrendous, right? So there's the thirty percent again, mm-hmm. right? So, um, it, and it's at its worst when you're in slow-ish highway speeds. Yes. Like 40 to 65 is a nightmare in that car because it's hunting between like, anytime you need to accelerate, it's already in fifth and it takes forever to step down, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I just kept it in manual mode <clears throat> all the time. Yep. All the time. I like That's I, the best way to drive it, except mm-hmm. that it then- You forget. Well, not that, but- uh, it's that it the downshifts are like really rough. Yeah, I find. Yeah, and putting in sport mode only makes it way worse. Right, right. So what I usually end up doing is I leave it in manual mode. Right, and don't downshift. Right, right. Exactly. Uh, That's what I did. Unless you're downshifting under uh, acceleration. Right. So like down downshifting with a little bit of gas. Right. Uh, like like you know maybe like even like a quarter throttle. Right. Uh, downshifts rather if you downshift under braking it's like gunk. oh okay like, I didn't try that it's really rough okay yeah yeah I just let the car do all the downshifting and I did the upshifting myself okay yeah right that's that's the best way to do it especially like around town and stuff yeah exactly and so I think that that removed some of the frustration right mm-hmm. that kind of got me to like 
you know, 80% on the car, mm-hmm. right? Um, so th- that, the engine and turbo, like, I can't, you can't stay mad at a 2.8 V6 and a turbo on top of that, right? right? Like, come right. on. Yeah. And it's not exactly a small turbo either, you know? No, yeah. And it <laughs> takes a while. Like, the uh-huh. way it delivers power is really kind of hilarious yeah, for it is. It a is. big family car. It is, yeah. Um, I would assume you and Jenny enjoyed dusting people in that car. Like, that's... You can shut the door on anybody on the highway. Yeah, Jenny's not like a driving, what I would call a driving enthusiast by any means. Right. But whenever I bring up the idea of getting rid of that car, she, and the fastest car that she owned up until this point was probably like a 98 Chevy Cavalier. So it's not like she had experience with performance cars. Right, right. Um, And (laughs) the Cavalier owners form is like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck these guys. Yeah. Um, and so, like, she, but every time I bring up selling it, she, the first thing she talks about is, like, how much fun it is to, like, you know, get around Mustangs and stuff. Right. You know, like, absolutely. To just dust people at lights. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, because people try to, like, cut her off in traffic. Right. And then of she course. Just zooms around them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That that is something that I can imagine is hard to give up. Yeah. Um, honestly, the thought that occurred to me is that, well, obviously several, but I, I felt like this is one of the ladder sobs, right? This is not the last sob, but one of the more accessible ladder sobs, right? Mm-hmm. That era, the 2007, 8, 9. Yeah, there were only three years after that. Right, exactly. In the U.S. And there's a fair amount of the non-Turbo X and stuff like that on Craigslist. You see a lot of these turnover used, mm-hmm. right? You can get uh, a 2008 wagon, uh, just front-wheel drive only, V6 and turbo automatic, for like six grand. Yeah. Yeah, right? But then you add the Turbo X and it's... Yeah, a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. But that said, I feel like if somebody didn't really know about Saab and you just said, oh, well, you know, they're a company, like they have, you know, a great heritage with turbocharged cars and safety, you know, kind of balancing that with a, a sporty driving right. attitude, right? Um, but like mismanagement and Weird stuff happened, and now they're out of business. And a global financial crisis, right at the wrong time. Exactly. Yeah. And, and like, they spent the day in your car. Mm-hmm. They would completely understand the, the demise of Saab. <laughs> right. Okay. Do you think they would also understand the heritage of Saab? Or do you think that that's lost in there? In the, in the, in the like, the sea of, like, good enough GMness. I- like my favorite detail is the the cup holder. Uh-huh. That you can't use at the same time as the auxiliary jack. Yes. Yeah, because they spent like 7 years designing the cup holder and then GM was like AC Delco stereo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, this is or Bosch, this crazy whatever. like cup holder thing where you push a button and it it comes out and then swings apart and the so the top swings up and yeah. the bottom swings down and it comes and it ends up being like the opposite direction that you think it's going to be. Right. And it's this like beautiful mechanical Yeah, it's a cool engineered thing. And like a satisfying thing to use cuz yeah. you click click right. and it and it actually functions pretty well. Right. And but, then, yeah, if you have the auxiliary jack in, which you have to have because to add Bluetooth to that no fucking Bluetooth. thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It. 
You can't use it. <laughs> the cup holder would hit it when it swung open. Correct. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't think that the average person would get the heritage. I think this is one of those things where, um, like, when you, like, I, it, I feel like I, like, you know, I grew up reading a lot of comic books, right? So, like, I know what to look for in some of the Marvel movies and stuff. I know why some why I know why some people when they see those movies are like, oh, oh, you know, like so and so showed up, you know, right, or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. I like it's not that I like really care. It's just that I know that I have that knowledge, right? And I feel like th- that it would take that kind of equivalent sob knowledge to to feel that heritage come out of the car. Okay. Right. Well, I, I guess what I mean is like, if you if if someone w- went into a coma, yeah, in you know right before GM bought, right, Saab, right, right, they had like a a cl- say a classic nine hundred, yeah, right, an SPG or something like that, and then we had some so a yep. sort of like abbreviated Encino Man situation on our hands, yep, yep. where they were frozen, yep. and then they thawed out. In yep. 2018, uh-huh. and you yep. had to tell them first of all that Saab was dead, and we're sorry that Polly Shore says weird stuff, and we're having this conversation in the 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 Turbo X. Do you think they would recognize the Turbo X as a Saab? I don't think they would. I don't think they would either. I, aside from the 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 ignition switch, it's the key in the middle, and then I think like I I think that they would see things like the cup holder. And like once they knew it was a sob, then they would see, oh, okay, I can see how that kind of spirit is manifesting itself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I think I think the seats, yeah, the cup holder, yeah, and then the the gauge cluster, yeah, the night panel button, and like so, there's like little things, but they're kind of like, yeah, they're 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 the dustings, the, the, yeah, the, the the trappings of of heritage. They're not, it's it's like. Calling an X6M an M car. Right, right. Right. Like if you blindfolded someone and said this is an M car, they'd be like, well, no, it's not. Right, exactly. This is an SUV. Right, exactly. Exactly. And I don't think it's like an uncanny valley of sobness. I don't think it's like they're trying to get too close to being sob. No. Right. It's the op- it's not that. It's 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 the weak T sob. Y- there you go. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because I thought about the uncanny valley about it and I it, and that didn't hit that didn't hit me. That it it's that too far away to yeah, be un- yeah. in the uncanny. It's weak right. tea. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I I like the idea of it, but I, yeah, man. So everyone now accepting offers on my <laughs> 2008 Saab Turbo Export Combi. I so I, I, a couple other things that I that I thought about it. I think that um, I think that for something like the Turbo X, mm-hmm. I think you have found yourself as an unwitting individual that is participating in what may ultimately be perceived as a futile gesture of sob ownership when it comes to maintaining a Turbo X. The having one, I think, is one thing, mm-hmm. right? But owning owning the Turbo X and trying to keep it as a daily, I th- it's tough, man. Yeah, it's really tough, and I think it's borderline futile. I think I think financially right. it is for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, that's for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely for sure. Yeah, the day the daily aspect of it is what is is really really difficult, and it makes yeah. me like I feel bad about. I and mean, we've talked about this before. Right. But like right. I feel 
bad about dailying it. Yeah. Because yeah. there are people who legitimately like really love that car. Right. I think Absolutely. And slightly misguided. Yes. Yes. Um, and need to get out a little more. But um and I but I understand why they love that car. Right. You can see that being somebody's idea of what the Vigan is to me. Yes. Right? Yes. Because right? I think it I think I think there is an argument to be made that the Turbo X is the ultimate expression of what Saab could have been under GM. Right. More, you know, versus the Vigan. I could see some yeah. two people who were passionate having that argument. Absolutely. I don't think I'm the person to make that argument for right. the Turbo X right. having, you know, lived right. with it for so long. Right. And and keep in mind that I'm balancing all of this stuff over uh, self-reflection of what it's like for me to own a Vigan that I currently can't get to pass emissions. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's so there is certainly some pot meat kettle kind of stuff here. Yes. Right. Yeah. But given given the vegan, given its age, given the uh, given that I'm not dailying it, right? Mm-hmm. That I'm not mm-hmm. transporting, you know, a spouse and two children in it. You right. know. Yeah. Then it then it takes a different light. Yeah. You know, it does. Yeah. It does. It certainly explains all the Cheerios on the floor. Exa- exactly. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I have to tell you, I was thinking about surprising you with and having your car professionally detailed. I was thinking about just PayPaling you money and just saying like, please go get it detailed. <laughs> but I was worried that you would feel bad if I had that done and I then have. the kids messed it up. I would just have felt bad that you had it done. Yeah. yeah Full stop. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah, I already felt bad that you had to run errands in it. It it, it served me well, and I'm thankful for my time in it because I I have a, a better understanding of the vehicle. Yeah, so how was I? I we didn't really talk. So you said that uh, you had told me before that you, the first thing you did after you dropped us off, you had to go to Longmont. I did, which uh, yeah. is what an hour and a half from the airport, maybe about a solid fifty minutes. Yeah, forty fifty minutes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Highway cruising. Uh huh. Yeah. What did you I, think about it? That's that's ideal state for that car. Absolutely, right? it is. So here's where my problem, like real, like where it like really started to settle in. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think that there's any point in that car where, when you're driving it, you feel like everything is going well. <laughs> <laughs> right because there so with the all-wheel yeah. drive system uh-huh. there is always a little bit of mechanical noise that mm-hmm. never goes away yeah with that Haldex system you always hear gears turning like something mechanical meshing mm-hmm. and it's not like you know like you hear belt wine on your serpentine belt you hear exhaust like this is all stuff we're conditioned to right, right? But there is just a mechanical tone that my ears picked up that, like, mm. never goes away. It never goes away. It always sounds like it's doing something. Yeah. Right? And it's not like I expect the Saab Turbo X to disappear into the background. Right? right? That's for my infinity. Yes. Right? That is not for the Saab. No. And right? I, wouldn't want a, I wouldn't want a car that does that. That's not me. Right. Exactly. And, and that's fine. But... But I think that it was presenting itself like I was seeing elements that I didn't want to see. I'd be okay with exhaust. I'd be right. okay with some wind noise. Mm-hmm. But there was something mechanical that just mm. never went away, and I didn't like it. It's It always sounded like it was grappling for something mechanically. Hmm. You could always hear like something at work. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
also the quantity of fucking air messages you have to dismiss while you drive that car. All right. So some of them. So one of them is. No, 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 no. Let's let's start from the top. When I get in the car. <laughs> I was going to explain the first one. The first one is always is the. So the last time I took the car to uh, discount tire. Uh-huh. A couple of months ago. Okay. They broke a. a tire pressure sensor. A tire pressure sensor. Uh-huh. And I haven't gotten it repaired. Okay. All right. Um. And so it gives you an error to Saying tell you that, that the, the tire pressure is critically low. No, it says, uh, 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 or like tire Warning pressure, tire pressure system, or yeah, something. tire pressure system error. Or something. Oh yeah, it's it's good. It sounds like the whole thing is wrong, right? But it's actually it's just that one tire. It okay. really is. Uh-huh. And then the morning you drove it was a cold morning, and if that if you are, I'm serious, like. Half a PSA PSI off of the recommended, yeah. it throws errors. I know those GM sensors are really notorious. I I once and it saw doesn't it. give you tire pressures in the thing, right? Yeah, but uh, uh, the other thing is that um, uh, oh shit, what was I going to say? Well, it, so to the tire pressure, real quick. Yeah. So one time I was driving down my street in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. and I saw uh, somebody that lived on my block at the time pumping up the tire of their car. With the old school foot pump. Oh, fuck that. Right? And yeah. I was like, oh, dude, like, I have an air compressor. Do you just want to wheel that down to my house? We can get that done in, like, a minute. He was like, no, 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 man. These, these, like, on, it was a Chevy Malibu. He was like, on this car, these tire pressure sensors, if it's, like, half a pound off, it throws a warning. So it's he totally true. He was doing that for precision. Yeah. I I mean, I believe it. it's, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. It really is. Because, like, obviously, in Colorado, we get massive temperature swings yeah and so it's always a guessing game so the the one helpful thing is and you have to like this is one of those things that like (laughs) you live with it and you know it's a different warning it gives you a different (laughs) warning i swear to god if it's like if it's one of those situations where it's like one psi off it gives you a different warning if it's like really off so like we did have a flat tire Maybe a year ago, uh huh, and it was a it was a totally different warning. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> so the enemy is nearby. If you hear the klaxon, go boop beep, boop beep. But they've made it into the fortress. If you hear beep boop, beep boop. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's basically it. That's exactly it. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Oh man, that fucking car. Yeah. Uh, also, when I when I had the air messages and I was reading them to you, uh-huh. you said press the OK button, <laughs> and I'm looking on the steering wheel, and I'm like, there's no OK button on here. And then you said, oh, that's just what I press when I hit the. That's what I say to myself button. when I. It's actually a button that says set. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Is that what that callus is on your thumb? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, Ian. Jesus Christ. I have to plug my laptop in. Ah. <sighs> okay. So, I I think it's that, fine. It's fine. I think that covers the the car. But I want to ask you a question, and I need I need an honest answer here. Okay. I need a for real honest answer. Is it like, are you okay? No, well, there's that. <laughs> I mean, you're sitting in a blanket fort with me, so we all know the answer. So the 
I don't know how much of this you want to disclose, but do you have a good idea of how much that car costs you on a month by month or yearly basis? It's, it's the, it's a matter of, I I would say like within a hundred dollars, could you give me figures? I'm not asking for those figures. No, because I have gone so far as to prepare to do that. Bring up the calculator. Right. Bring my service records out Uh and then put them all away (laughs) because I don't want to know. Okay. All right. So a little bit of ostrich syndrome. Definitely. Because I, it's, I'm at a place now with it where like, there's always something enough wrong with it that I don't feel like I should, I can sell it. Right. And, and make some money or any money. Right. Or, and like, there's also like a little bit of guilt because I, if I'm selling, I don't want to sell it to an enthusiast you know, because you see, so, okay. So this is, you've done this before. All right. I'm Ian. Mm -hmm. I have, I have told you how to get out of this situation before. This is when you had the guy come over to your house to do the tuck pointing and you were showing him the repair that you tried to do. (laughs) Why would you own up to that? (laughs) You're the homeowner. It was there when you bought the house. Ian. I know there's not documented pictures of the car before and after the car well, is what is this? What, is. what is this? You don't have to account for why the car is in the situation it is. Uh, Just be honest about the actual situation that the car is in. Yeah. Nobody needs exposition. Nobody needs to know why. But they'll they'll know. Who who cares? Who cares? You telling them versus them just figuring it, it figuring yeah. it is a whole different thing, Ian. I suppose. That's a difference of a fair amount of money. Yeah. Ian. Yeah. I know. Ian. It's fine. I mean, it's not like you're going to deny that there's a knob missing on the air vent. Well, no. It's not a Wait. knob. There's just a cover of the knob. Just a cover of the right, knob. Right, right. It's the moose glue. Wait. You're 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 going away from me. Your presence is diminishing. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> For real. Like am I making you uncomfortable talking about this? Well, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know what I'm going to do about it. So, right, like, I right. Have, I do have some anxiety about it. Right, and, and rightly so, because y- the car is awesome on paper. You right. shouldn't feel bad for buying it. Right. You know? You shouldn't. Yeah. The I, car feel, is- I feel like I've I've hung on to it too long now. <sighs> okay. Like, I should have yeah. gotten rid of it after a year. I feel like that's a valid thought. Right. Yeah. But so. then again, like, it, it, it it's always that... Um, it's always that, uh, but what else could I get that does the same thing? Right. Otherwise you never would have ended up in this car. Yes, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ian, I'm not like, I don't want you to feel bad about the purchasing decision. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not trying to like say you made a bad choice. Oh yeah. No, I think I would probably end up doing it again, (laughs) doing it again. Right. The purchasing of it. Right. I feel like. I've had opportunities to get out of it and I haven't taken them uh-huh. because I have some sort of, you know, like nagging nostalgia about it or whatever. Okay. Um, and I, yeah, it's just, it's just hard. It's a hard car to escape. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's the tar pit of cars. I, I can understand <laughs> And I'm why. going to go extinct in it. Right. Because if this just, it like, if this had a badge from a brand that we didn't care about if it was truly badged a Chevrolet, 
right? right. There would be a little a little bit of a different spin to whether or not you'd want to hang on to it. Yeah, that's an interesting thought experiment. Like if it was badged a Buick. Yeah. Because that's the closest, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um right? Would I have the same hesitation to get rid of it? This is that's this good, is the that's song. That's a good question. This is the song on the album that like from a band you love that you usually skip, but every now and then you play? I think it's the opposite. I think it's it's the song on the album that's just good enough to keep you from throwing out a CD you don't like. There you go. There <laughs> right? you go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I yeah. never listen to... Oh, but it's got that single. Yeah. Yep. Uh. Yep. Yeah. Moving on. Well, no, because <laughs> I, <laughs> we're not. Uh, I So, obviously, the, like... I, I'm thankful that I have settled on the Saab fun car, reliable daily driver car, right? Right. I, do you think you'll ever get to that point? Like, do you think you would have your R32 and say, like, I honestly think you need to buy a 2012 Mazda 5? <laughs> well, so my, my, my problem is that I do want something four-wheel drive for the family because we do go up to the mountains a lot. You don't need four-wheel drive. I would like to have that. You need a set of studded tires for winter and you're golden. I do not want to have a set of studded tires. Would you rather maintain an all-wheel drive system? Ian, my... A not Haldex all-wheel drive system. Yes, I would. My <laughs> Infinity got over Vail Pass when chain laws were in effect on a set of studded tires. I know. That car's ridiculous in the snow. Well, yes, but I... You gotta let go of this all-wheel drive thing. You have to. But I would not be driving it all the time. It would be it would be Jenny driving right. it. Yeah. She's never driven on studded tires or even winter tires That's before. fine. All right. Well, we'll can we discuss that later? <laughs> <laughs> it's like an interrogation light that just showed up. <laughs> I don't know. When did the blanket fort move to Gitmo? <laughs> What else do you want to talk about, Ian? Well, you have something about Rock Auto on here. Yeah, I do. So, <laughs> so that was a long time we spent on that. It was. So, okay. So, I found a portion of the Rock So, we buy parts on Rock Auto. Correct. Right? Usually incorrect ones. Yeah. You, well, and now that I have a vegan, yes. Yeah. But, so, Rock Auto is fantastic. They send you magnets for your parts. Mm-hmm. Well-priced parts, right? Yeah. Okay. So, on here, you can compare... The repairability index, the score that they've made for uh, parts costs between two cars. What? To bring up the Turbo <laughs> X? Let's do it. That's what I'm doing. Okay. So here we got Saab. Uh huh. Okay. All right. So 2008. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, 9.3. Uh huh. The 2.8 liter V6 turbocharged. They don't break it down specifically to the Turbo X. Okay. Okay. So there's car one. What do you want to compare it to? I want to do an Audi S4 wagon. An, an Audi, Audi S4. S4. Oh, what year? 2000. Uh, do like an 04. Oh, or f- 04 or 05. Okay. Okay. S4. Mm-hmm. 4.2 yeah. liter V8. Yeah. Because okay. that was that was the th- like that was what was in contention. Okay. That's what I was kind of benchmarking. Okay. With the with the Turbo X. All right. So then once you have this uh-huh. right, you hit this button down here that says View Part cost comparison okay okay 
All right. So you managed. <laughs> All right. So it it marks the highest one, I think, oh. with a hundred. Maybe I could be wrong. Okay. So here it categorizes. Oh for right. anyone listening to this and not watching, the Saab is more expensive than the S4. Yeah, it is. With the V8 <laughs> that's in backwards that requires a $10,000 labor bill to change timing chain guys. And that, but this is, just, to be fair, this is just parts. This is just parts. So, uh, yeah. So that you take that into account and that probably closes the gap, but still. Right. Look at the electrical switch and relay. The parts are cheap, yeah. right? So, the, like, I lost like three hours on this website, right? Okay, uh, now we, let's do the R32 versus the Vigan. Okay, all right, okay, yeah. So VW, VW, as Puda says, yeah, all right. Volkswagen 2004, uh huh. Golf, yep. 3.2 liter V6. Yeah. All right. So now we go to a 1999. No, you're. Oh, I'm still an Audi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's go to Saab. All right. Do you think I haven't run this already, Ian? I was. You, am I going to be surprised by this? Three, 2.3 liter turbocharged view parts cost comparison. <laughs> My Vigan's cheaper than your Saab. Wait, what? Why is than, exhaust? Than your R32. Oh, why is exhaust and emissions so much more expensive on my car? How many O2 sensors do you have? Three. And how much are they a piece? They're expensive. There yeah. you go. This is parts price costs. Your engine is more expensive than mine. Well, yeah. And so are your electrics, which is surprising. Well, yeah. Although maybe they just knew they needed to make them in bulk for my car. No, it was it was the same thing for your Turbo X. The, yeah. the electrics were more expensive than the VW even though you would probably have to replace the electrics on the on the uh, Audi more. Right. Right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So for anybody who is bored, spend your day on rockauto.com slash repair index. Oh uh, for the, let us know, like, some cr- tweet us some screenshots of, like, crazy yeah. cars <clears throat> because we would love to see them. This that The sound that you'll be hearing uh, after this is over is me comparing my Turbo X to every car and realizing what a terrible mistake I've made. Yeah. L- <laughs> here, let's, here, let's, we're going to do one more. Okay. Okay. We're is gonna, there one that you've, you have teed up? We're going to, we're going to pick your Turbo X again. Okay. Do it over here because you already have Saab ready. Okay. All right. Okay, efficiency. That's the name of the team clear coat game. Right. Okay, the V6 turbocharged. Okay. All right, so we're going Mazda. Oh, God. 2012. Uh, five. Uh-huh. 2.5 liter. Oh, in line four. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, almost half. I mean, not really. Like 100 to 150. Well, yeah, it says 1.48 times. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. almost 50 percent more. Yeah, look, look at the top line when you do this. Yeah, it gives you yeah. a nice percentage. Yeah, yep, <laughs> yeah, Ian. Okay, I do not want a Mazda five with a two two and a half naturally aspirated two and a half liter. That would be the easiest car to live with in the universe in this city. It would be so slow in the mountains. 
It'd be so slow. How do you drive in the mountains every single day? We drive in the mountains pretty much every weekend. Yeah, but still, it wouldn't be that bad. I drove that normally aspirated uh, Veloster up the mountains, one point six liter, and okay. it was great. And that's hauling one person, two, two people, luggage, and a tiny car, luggage. Okay. Luggage. All right. Do you want to do curb weight of a Veloster versus curb weight of a Mazda Five? Because the sure, Mazda let's Five. Do it. Is about thirty-two to thirty-four hundred pounds. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is now team clear coat. Uh, like argues. Uh, yeah. Like okay. All right. So right, and my two hundred pound ass was in it. Uh huh. Okay. So three thousand pounds. Right. Yeah. So the Veloster has a it it it's about anywhere from 200 to 400 pounds lighter than the Mazda 5. Well, but you didn't look up the Mazda 5. I know the Mazda 5 curb weight. It's 3,200 to 3,400 pounds. Well, that's a really weird thing to walk around in your head. Ian, I prep for the show. Oh, right. Oh, right, right, right. Jesus. Right, 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 right. right, right. I just don't wake what is up. That? What is that that you did? <laughs> I just don't wake up in the blanket port. <laughs> <laughs> like some people. Yeah, yeah. Well, I also don't have, you know... Two children. So, right. yeah. Okay. Okay. It's not going okay. to be insufferable in the mountains. 1.48 times. Yeah. My God. Sliding doors, Ian. Yeah. On a, on a, and it doesn't sit up that high. Yeah. And it, I think it looks good. I think no, the, yeah. My, my uncle had one. Okay. And I actually, I actually did like that car. Uh, Jenny does not like it. But well, does she like the Turbo X? She loves the Turbo X. N- not when it comes to money and maintenance and reliability. Well, money doesn't, that doesn't really enter the equation. <laughs> hmm. Well, but yes. Look at that. That's a good looking car. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Dude, those sliding doors would be so, and it seats six. Yeah. Six, Ian. Right. For the children that I, that we are not going to have in addition to the two that we have. Sometimes Mr. Dave's going to come along. That's true. Sometimes Katie and Lauren are going to come along. That's true. <laughs> I No, you have, you're, you're right. Right. You're, but if I was listening to like what was correct and whatever, I wouldn't have ended up with that car in the first place. Right. But this is like, sometimes you got to write a bad song before you write a good one. Right? Sometimes you got to get it out of your system. You got to go on your rum springer. Uh-huh. With a sob. Okay. Right? And so this is my rum springer. Yeah. Okay. This has gone on a little too long. And now I got to come back and grow that fucking beard back. Imagine, just think about the quantity. Amish jokes, everyone. The quantity of money that you could redirect mm-hmm. to the Volkswagen or to another car. Yeah. It would be even more fun. Yeah. Should you make this compromise on the sob end? Yeah. You could, just for starters, within a year, two years, easily, easily give your VW the paint job it deserves. There's that. Right? Yeah. No, yeah, you're not wrong. And that would change your attitude about how you see it every That's day. True. That's right? true. Yeah. Yeah. This is pragmatic shit, son. I know. I didn't realize this uh, episode was going to be an intervention. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it it unintentionally is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay, okay, okay. It's not like I'm asking you to buy a CX-5. Yeah, that's true. I wonder how much those Mazda 7s are going for. I always like those. Four-cylinder turbo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
But they sit up too high, I think. I agree. For you. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> Yeah. Anyway, we've talked about this for a long time. We Jesus, really have. We're gonna have to this cut some fi- stuff. I was joking before the show that that <laughs> I was gonna park fifty five minutes for sob stuff. We're at fifty five minutes now. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that went on way too long. Wow. All right. I'm so sorry, everyone. Let's move it I on. I hope this was interesting to somebody. Okay. I'm gonna check the chat to see if people are like uh, no, no, irritated. No, 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 no. Before you get to that, before okay. you get to that, okay, we got to talk about doing a virtual track day, okay? Because we want to do more of those. We did a virtual track day. It's yes. on our YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, tonight we're gonna make a, a custom thumbnail so it actually stands out to people. Okay. Right. Um. So you and I drove some cars, some pretend cars. We had a great time. We did have a great time. Right. And we're going to do more of those as time permits. Yes. Right. Um, so, you know, we'll tweet out a link, uh, when we live stream uh, virtual track day, mm-hmm. uh, I was looking up a way to set up a private server for a set of Corsa oh, and it's possible. So we can, we can start looking at stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. And let us know if you would rather, um, so yeah, so uh, I had just like yell at us over chat while we drive uh-huh. or like you could just like ask us questions as we drive. Right. Or we could, um, do like you said and have like an open lapping day in yep. a set of Corsa together. Yeah. Uh, and we could each like build our own cars or whatever. Yeah. It'd be fun. We could also take the hotline off of Do Not Disturb and somebody could call in and talk to us. Oh, yeah. We could actually answer if if uh, they wanted. We could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. We could yeah. actually, there's really nothing stopping us from taking calls during live shows. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, now that I'm thinking about it, right? Right. But I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, that seems really disruptive. Ike. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. So, um, but I have a set of course of Project Cars 1 and 2. And uh, yeah, and I think you and I should uh, do some stuff like where we play European Truck Simulator oh, and like yeah. drive big rig trucks and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, so I, I would like to do stuff like that as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, but during our virtual track day, our buddy Drew, uh, hilarious buddy Drew, yes. dropped us a line on the chat and was talking to us. And uh, he sent us an email, and we just wanted to tell you, Drew, that we're thinking about you, we're pulling for you, and uh, we hope things are going well. You've, yeah. been, you've been in our thoughts, buddy. Absolutely. Yeah, so we're thinking about you, Drew. Well said, Dave. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so let's, let's, do you want to do a little bit of listener stuff and then maybe you do an FMK cars to take us out? Sure. Okay. All right. So we have a little bit of listener stuff. So this is stuff that that I have some, my eyes and then Peter sent us, uh, something he saw. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll start with Peter stuff because it's, uh, you'll see why. Okay. So Peter was driving his, uh, awesome, uh, Volkswagen C30, but he saw Volvo, uh, Volvo, sorry. Volvo C30, um, and he saw this. All right, let's get that out of the way. Okay, all right, so what do you see here? Oh, yeah. You see a Saab 97X driving into fog. Yeah. Right? On I-70, probably. It looks off. Right. It does, Ian, because- That's not a 97X, is it? That's from the back. Here's from the front. Let me drop it. Can I drop it there? (laughs) (laughs) It's a Chevy Trailblazer. Which is the same thing as the Saab 97X, but they had a Saab 97X tailgate on a Chevy Trailblazer or the other way around, a Trailblazer front end on a 97X. I think, I think, because I, 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 I think the bumper design is different. I think you're right. I don't think the Saab. The taillights are definitely different. Yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing what happened was something broke. Right. Uh Uh-huh. 
and they got the only rear tailgate. They got the cheapest rear tailgate they could find. Which out was of one off of 97X. And it was off the 97X. Yep. Yep. I bet some guy at the parts yard was like, hey, I know we don't have any trailblazers, but yeah. go to import lane 30. You can yeah. pull one off of this sob. Yeah. That's hilarious. Right? Yeah, thank you, Peter, for or, se- sending that in. Or somebody is re-ba- slowly rebadging their Chevy to be a... <laughs> that would be the slowest and worst car stanza of all time. <laughs> it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Yeah. Well spotted. Right? Yeah, I love that. I'm I impressed lo- you even noticed it. Yeah. Well, it's Peter. Yeah. Yeah, he he hit it with that Mainer vision. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so here's something I saw. Okay, so I saw a... BMW 5 Series. Yeah. Temp tags. The exposure's all off because uh, my intern took this when it was dark outside. It was oh, tough to get. Intern. Yeah. Um, some lighting training. So, okay. So, first of all, we have a missing gas cap on the BMW 5 Series. Mm-hmm. Temp tags. And then down here by the exhaust, it had a little thing. You can't read it in the picture, but I, I caught what it said. It said Prius repellent, and it had an arrow pointing down. Oh, my God. Right? So, like... Did this person lose the gas cap and put the sticker on and like all after they bought it? Or did they pick it up like this with the Prius repellent sticker on it? This is that mod thing that we've talked about. The previous person's mods that you've inherited. Yeah. Mods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Prius repellent. Exhaust is Prius repellent. Especially on a five series. Right? I can see it on like a bro truck or or a coal roller. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Really silly. Right? And the blacked out taillights, which is the dumbest mod. I love that. Yeah. The dumbest mod. Yeah. Uh, personalized license plate I saw that I, I thought was kind of funny was this uh, uh, electrical contractor. Wire nut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That right? is good. That yeah. is good. I like yeah. it. And then uh, lastly, I saw this and I put this on Instagram. I have no clue what this means. So if anybody knows what this means, please tell me. It's a Toyota pickup truck, like a late 80s, early 90s Toyota. Uh, it's a ute. Ute. Ute, like a, um, <clears throat> like U- U-T-E, like um, in Australia, that's what they call small pickups. They call them utes. Yeah, but they spell it U-T-E. Yeah, I don't know. Yote. I don't know. Yeah, right? Is it a sports ball thing? I don't. I, I don't. assumed it was ute, like a play on ute. And and remember when people would always take the T-O and the uh, Y-A off of the back of the Toyota, uh-huh. and it would just say yo in the middle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I don't know what you're doing. I don't Toyota know what it is either. Yeah. Yeah. I so, don't know what it is either. So there we go. So there's there's my eyes. If you know, tell us in the chat yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. listening live, and yeah. uh, and we'll... we'll We'll figure that out. Ian's going to give me an FMK card, then we'll pop in. There. I am going to give you, and I'm trying to decide which one I want to do. I am going to do, I want to do a fun one with a twist. So okay. we've been bumping this one for, for like the last several episodes. So now we're going to do it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Suzuki Jimny. It's what everyone wants. <laughs> Sunday NPR style <laughs> word games inspired by the Suzuki Jimny's weird name. Okay. So uh, you'll, you'll kind of get the, so like, the Jimny, obviously, there's one letter in there that seems a little off. <laughs> right, right. And uh, so there's going to be a twist with this that also has something off. All right. Okay, so the, fir- okay. the first one is the fourth generation Jimny. Okay. All right. Do you have an approximate year? 
I don't because I wrote this a very long time ago and I've forgotten. Okay. So I oh, think just look J-I-M-N-Y. up J I M N Y. Yeah. Right. So maybe just look up uh uh the Jimny on the Wikipedia and then you can just scroll uh, yeah. to the different yeah. ge- generations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Suzuki. Oh, Jimny. here we go. Jimny fourth generation. There it is. All right. Oh yeah, the new one. Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. You live in New Pork City. <laughs> see one letter changed. See, you see what I'm doing? And you must eat pork as part of your meal twice a day. Oh, twice a day. Okay. Yeah. The, the Two other, times a day, porking. The the other white meat coming out. New me. Pork City. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. The second, the next one is the first generation chimney. Oh, okay. All right. You live in Sortland. And you obsessively arrange everything you see by color. Okay. All right. Sortland. Okay. All right. There you go. Okay. All right. First gen. That's cute. It is. It's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Look at those. Those are fender mirrors. Yes. All other fender mirrors fall short of being fender mirrors (laughs) compared to those. Look at that. It's fantastic. I love everything about that. Yeah. Look at that. It's on five spokes. And also, like... You think the scale is that is the size of like a Willy's Jeep, which right. is already pretty small. But no. then you look at the person sitting in the driver's seat. <laughs> yeah, and how hunched over they are. And like you realize, oh, that's a tiny, tiny car. Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. So the last so one. So I, I live in Sortland. Yes, Sortland. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Here's right. the new one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And so the next one, the last uh-huh. one is the third generation Jimny. Okay. You live in Denter. <laughs> and every time you park your car, it is dented by someone. Oh, okay. Oh, man, that would That's hurt. The second gen- there it is. Yeah, there's the third. With the little hood scoop. Oh, man. It's got the little hood scoop. Oh, I live in Denter. Oh, man, that's such an awesome little car. I wouldn't want to see it get dented up. Yeah. Because, you know, every time it did, it would go, ow, ow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's such an awesome little car. That hood scoop just kills me. Yeah. I love it. Right? I love it so much. Okay, I think. So what was the fourth gen one again? I live in New Pork City. Okay. And you're uh, eating pork at least twice a day. That's Minimum. A, that's a lot of meat. Um. Hmm. Okay. All right. So I will Okay, I will kill the pork Jimny. Okay. Okay, the fourth generation. All right. All right. I will F the first generation Jimny and I will obsessively sort things by color, which is kind of already like <laughs> that's that's not much of a stretch for me. But you're not like going to the bookstore and rearranging everything. Right. No, I'm not. I'm not. But I can see it's like, oh well, I would put that there instead. And but I right. can walk away from it. Right. Right. This I would and just be able shake to. your head and be like, what right. are they thinking? Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah. this, yeah, you would yeah. not be able you would yeah. not be allowed to do that. So my my buddy Jason, that's uh the packaging designer for Payless shoes uh-huh. like he went to i can't remember he went to like this like really high-end printing site one time and to meet with somebody about something special that they were doing i can't remember but in their waiting room they had this puzzle where it, you had to organize all of these color tiles by hue and saturation uh-huh. and he just like fucking did it like just like oh well this goes here <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> and then like they walked out and it's like Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> no one's ever finished that before. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I That's don't, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. And then I am definitely. I'm going to marry the denter 
Jimny. Okay. If the hood scoop was on the side of the car and would get damaged, <laughs> I would have killed it. What do you think you would do? Um, could you live with that little booger getting dented? I would be upset by it. So I think I would drive that for a day. Okay. I think I would marry New Pork City <laughs> because honestly, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Because I mean that's that's bacon in the morning and you know, like a pork loin at night and or carnitas at night and right. I'm cool with that. A smoked short end. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good with a. a yeah. I want all of that. Burnt ends, all of it. <laughs> um, and then I I will crush the sortland. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Even though I I like I do love that. I think the the fourth gen one is actually the, my least favorite looking of the three. Okay. Um, yeah yeah right but yeah yeah that that gen 3 it does not get better than that it's, not the, it's, it's the peak, peak it's the hood scope peak chimney yeah all right so let's let's pop in the chat and see what's going on okay yeah all right let's see here uh big there's wing. lots from i yep i cat geo cities all right let's see here uh ta-da. all right Okay, it's just not the same listening if my car is not under... Oh, if I'm not under my car. Yeah, this is a good show to repair your own car to. Um, please, I do put a rotary in your Fiero, uh, but actually don't. No, just get the Fiero running, buddy. Um, <laughs> if y'all were a coffee, what coffee would you be? Uh, Ian would be... Um, I don't know. Like, is there like a gray parrot blend? <laughs> it would be like a... I, I think I'd be I'd be like a, a if I was gonna be a coffee drink. Uh huh. I think I'd be just like a a shot in the dark. Okay. Yeah. Whereas you would be like a, uh, like an, a a a foamy cappuccino. You think so? Yeah, because it's okay. a lot of height. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be a coffee drink that somebody either loves or hates. Like I'm either your speed or I am not. No, I don't think I don't think that's the case. Yeah? No. No? No. An oh. eager to please coffee blend. Okay. That's what I would say. A nice light roast. Okay. All right. I think okay. I would go with that. Okay. Uh oh, our buddy uh uh Lewis in um in Miami, yeah. He owns a 2015 GTI Autobahn. Oh man. Oh, it's been hit twice where he's parked. Oh man. Buddy. 25 to 30k to spend what cars could i possibly get around this range need fun sometimes and a family uh friendly also manual is a big plus Uh, focus st yeah yeah you could do that um yeah and ike says fiesta st yeah the stinger gt i think uh is is too expensive but is a good option and you can't get a stick Right. Uh, but in a couple of years when they come down in price, that would be a good option. Yeah. Um, another option uh, could possibly be your Turbo X, <laughs> which I will sell to you for less than 20 grand. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you're almost in Chevy SS territory. You yeah. Chevy SS territory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which Pon- would be yeah. pretty baller. Pontiac GTO. The, weirdly, those are really expensive. Yeah, they're holding their value. Or yeah. not the GTO, you mean, but the the G the G eight. Right? No, I was talking about the GTO. Oh, okay. Yeah, He's a family b- friendly. Oh yeah, yeah. So you want four doors? Probably. Four doors, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 
It's tough, especially if you're saying not mechanically inclined. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But wrong. yeah, Ike has another great point. Uh, the Hyundai Genesis, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, those are fantastic. Yeah. I, w- I would definitely do a uh, a Hyundai Genesis myself. Yeah. yeah. Challenger RT. That's yeah. That's another good option. Yeah. F- needs a four-door. Ike is better at this than we are. <laughs> yeah. Pardon me. Focus ST. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. And yes, the repairability index. Yeah. Uh, is gonna change my life slash crash my productivity at work in the next couple of days. Yeah. So did you ever did you ever find that website bandtoband.com? No. So I don't know if it's still out there. Let's see if it's still out there. You could put in a band and then another band and it would do the Kevin Bacon six degrees of separation to show you, oh, uh in helmet, Chris Trainer was the guitarist on oh, this cool. album and his band, Orange Nine Millimeter had Chaka Malik, who was in right. the New York City hardcore band Burn, who had, you know... That's awesome. Yeah, and so you could link, like, any two albums or bands, and it would show you the full thing. That's really cool. Yeah, I don't know if it's still out there to band, but, like, the day we found that at work, um, uh, everyone's productivity just... Comp- oh, this is it! This yeah. is the exact site! Yeah, so create map. So, yeah, give me a band. Um, oh, let's see. What's, uh, I don't know how, when this actually got. I, I think, updated. look, bands in tree, 30,000. Yeah. Uh, do like the Chemical Brothers and, okay. uh, do like, uh, Black Flag. Okay. Black Flat. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's see here. See if it finds anything. Do, do, do. It's thinking. Oh, they were unable to find it. Is it, it The link. Chemical Brothers? Yeah. Band Black Flag. Yeah. Oh, okay. We found... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So try, um, like, Moby or something. Yeah, there we go. Okay, Moby. All right, yeah, sure. Yeah, but this completely tanked our productivity at work one day. Yeah, so... Um, Oh, let's see here. We were unable to find a link between your search parameters. <laughs> Already stumped yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Slayer. Boom. Right? Well, that's going to be pretty quick, I feel like. Unable to find... Oh, maybe this hasn't been updated for a while. Yeah. But back in the day, yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. So. Anyway. Yeah. Any hoozle. This has been... Oh, here we go. Here's a, here's a map. Okay. okay. Yeah. Helmet to Black Flag. All right. Yeah. John Tempesta was in Motor Sister with Jim Wilson, who was in the Rollins Band with Henry Garfield, who was in Black Flag. I think the Rollins band to Black Flag would be Henry Rollins. Pretty simple, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's really oh, Henry name. Garfield is Henry Rollins' real name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So I'm yeah. going to spend a lot of time on that as well. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry to drop two sites that are tanking your productivity. I know. Yeah. I'm just going to make you like apologize, write an apologetic email to my boss. Yeah, yeah. Um. So that was a show. Yes, it was. It was a long, it was a much longer show than we thought it was going to be, I think. Or just a different show than we thought it was going to be. It was it was emotionally draining for one of us. It's very cathartic for the other. I felt like I, I actually have a therapy appointment tomorrow morning. I'm going to uh-huh. walk into uh, my therapist's office. No and, need. Like, just Done. turn around and walk out. <laughs> yeah. and I just put the copay on the table and leave. Uh, oh, okay. So we did like, a I thing. The copay at this <laughs> we did a thing. Uh-huh. Watch our Subaru BRZ Just One Thing video. Please do that. Yeah. Um, uh, send it to people. Yeah. Share yeah, it. Yeah. Smash that share 
Yeah. Thing. Do that. Please annoy your friends with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it is annoying. Yeah. So uh, um, let's see here. Uh, teamclearcoat.com. Uh, send us uh, FMK cars, teamclearcoat at gmail.com. Yes. Call the hotline 720-515-1391. Yes. If you see a Saab 97X on the back of a car and a uh, Chevy Trailblazer on the front, give us a ring. Yep, yeah. or have your intern take a picture. Yeah, there you go. And uh, send it to us, teamclearcoat at gmail.com. Absolutely. We're on the media social, and um, that's oh, it. I guess I should... I always forget to get the outro theme ready, Ian. Oh, okay. I'll stall. Yeah. Um. So next week, I guess I'll just roast... <laughs> we love you, everybody. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs>